ditching jobs for something better. 649,000 American retail workers quit their jobs in April. The U.S. Labor Department says that's the biggest one-month job exodus since tracking began 20 years ago. And twice as many retail jobs, one million, are available now than one year ago at the height of the COVID pandemic. Overall, 3% of workers left their jobs in April. So what's going on? Dan Celia, Financial Issues National Radio and TV host, has some answers for us. Dan, it's good to see you. So why are so many American workers, especially in retail, handing in their notices? I think a lot of it is there is still uncertainty, number one, about whether they're going to be able to keep working and stay in their job. They're very concerned about. Some of them are afraid to let go of the benefits they're receiving because they don't want to have to reapply and go through all of that again. And some of them are saying it's summertime. I've been penned up for a long time. I'm not going back to work till September. And a lot of people are saying, you know what? This is a nightmare. I don't have the hours I was promised or I'm working way more hours than I bargained for because of the understaffing. So you've got some discontentment, particularly in the retail sector. And they're saying, you know what? I'm gonna take the summer off when you all get your act together. I'll come back to work, but I'm still getting my benefits. So it's a huge, huge problem for the economy. Uh, and, and I'm more concerned, Gary, for the smaller retailers and the, and the restaurants. I mean, these guys are hanging on by the skin of their teeth now. And this has been a real problem with them trying to open the doors. And, and help wanted signs everywhere, Dan. I see them everywhere, everywhere I go. And is it a matter of money, work schedule? Why are American workers leaving uh, their lower paid jobs? I think it's a matter of money. You know, I, I really think it's that more than, more than anything else. People are saying, Gary, that, well, you know, these people just don't want to work. You know, these aren't bad people. These are people that are thinking logically about taking care of their families. So listen, I'm making, uh, let's say they're making $30,000 a year, and they do the math and they say tax-free income of $32,000 a year if I don't go back to work. I have a family to think about. I have to watch my kids. I don't, you know, I don't want to pay that, go back to work, make less money, and, and pay for childcare. There's so many things like that. And until the government comes out. The federal government now is incentivizing, wants to incentivize people with signing bonus bonuses to go back to work. Okay, that's fine. What happens when that's over, when that's spent? Now, they're still making less money than they were making with the federal subs subsidy on unemployment. It doesn't make mathematical sense for them to all rush back to work. Well, economists warned that raising the minimum wage would help fuel inflation, and the PPI for finished goods is expected to jump to 6% this year. Overall inflation rate about a little over 3%. Is a jump simply as a result of coming out of this pandemic, or is something else at play here? No, this isn't transitory. I know the Federal Reserve wants to think the inflation is transitory. It really isn't. It's here permanently. And, and a good example is that is, of that is what we were just talking about. I was talking to a guy that has six restaurants. He's got to close two of them because his cooks, who are making about $22 an hour on, on average, are saying, 
I'm not coming back unless I get 35. So he's made a decision to close two, keep the other four open, and use that additional money to pay his cook so he can try to survive and grow again. That's inflation. He's not going, you're not going to go back to the cooks and say, hey, by the way, you're going back to 22 now, everything is fine. It doesn't work like that. And the wage, the wage inflation is here to stay. It's not going to go away. And they have to understand, you know, we have to understand that. Uh, the, we have these high fuel prices. All of the goods that you and I buy, Gary, at the grocery store, most of them get there by truck. The, the trucker, the truck driving, the trucking companies are running into huge wage inflation and, and they're paying a lot more for diesel fuel and they've got to cut back on their routes and they're really in a bind. And so, the shortage of those workers, I'm, those truck drivers, I'm sure that means uh, they'll have to pay more to get to attract more of them. And then they exactly. pass that on to the consumers. Okay, Dan, we're out of time. I'm sorry. Dan Celia, Financial Issues National Radio and Television host. We appreciate your in insights. Thank you, Dan, for being with us. It's great to be here. Thanks, Gary.